Oh. What's that? What in the H-E double? Dad, what are you doing in my room? Alright, where is this Crackle in your room and why are you going to a fest for it? Dad, those are just tickets for Crackle Fest 10 happening during the Emerald City Comic Con. Live from the Hard Rock Cafe in Seattle on March 13th. Oh, it's that dork music you like so much. Nerd Rock, Dad. And this is the 10 year celebration of Kirby Crackle rocking those nerds. They're going to be playing the entire E for Everyone album. Here's one that I think even you like am I enjoying this crackle fest 10 will also see live looping and mermaid pop star Emily McVicker and all the way from Denver h2 awesome perform and I will be your host of the Mike Seibert radio podcast advanced tickets are $15 $20 day of the show show starts at 8 30 doors are at 8 for more info, head over to KirbyCrackleMusic.com. <laughs> Looks like I'll need to get a ticket then. Why do you think I got two, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting a long time for this. On talk, no shock. And now, from the Emerald City of Seattle, it's the Mike Cybert Radio Podcast. Your home for pop culture, Transformers, independent artists, interviews, Transformers, and stuff, and things. Also sometimes Transformers. And now, here he is, fresh from his haircut and lollipop, Mike Simon. <laughs> and uh, uh, this month's flavor was strawberry um, on the Dum Dum Sucker. Hey, uh, welcome back to Mike Seibert Radio. I am your host. If you'd like to get a hold of me, I am at Mike Seibert Radio. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Call the Mike Seibert Radio voicemail hotline 231-224-MIKE. Again, that's 231-224-6453. And right into the mailbag, Radio at gmail.com. And as we continue along the road to Emerald City Comic Con 2020 and Cracklefest 10, my guest this week is Abner Cenaris. He's a nerd comedian from right here in the Pacific Northwest, and he'll be performing with Geeky Comedy Seattle at Emerald City Comic Con. Geek Out, a variety comedy show with Valerie Benty and Rosemary Keenan. That's going to be on Thursday, March 12th, 6.15 p.m. in panel room 3A in the Washington State Convention Center, home of Emerald City Comic Con. And uh, and with that, speaking of Emerald City Comic Con, uh, and before I play for you a sample of Abner's comedy, um, I, I have a bit of a PSA, a public service announcement about about Emerald City Comic Con regarding the uh, the recent concerns about coronavirus. Uh, you may have uh, um, seen the news, um, but I, I came across a article from the Seattle PI, uh, a local newspaper here in the Seattle area. Headline, Emerald City Comic Con to proceed as planned March 12th through 15th. Despite concerns about coronavirus, the organizers of Emerald City Comic Con stated that the event will proceed as planned on March 12th through the 15th with increased emphasis on sanitation. 
quote, we are proactively monitoring the situation as Washington state agencies take proactive measures to ensure health and safety and prepare for and respond to the COVID-19 virus in the state, end quote, wrote Reed Pop, Emerald City Comic Con's organizer in a public statement. Uh, ECCC is the city's annual celebration of comics, games, sci-fi, art, and nerd culture of all kinds. Started in 2003, the highly popular four-day convention is expected to attract large crowds to the Washington State Convention Center. The event has seen growing number of attendees since its first convention, and with the uh, 2019 iteration drawing over 98,000 people to downtown Seattle. Um, with 14 cases in King County as of March 2nd, the day of this recording, uh, the event announced that it will take preventative measures to increase sanitation before and during the convention to stop the spread of disease. Quote, we have implemented enhanced cleaning and sanitation across the show, including adhering to the recommendations set forth in the U.S. EPA's emergency pathogen policy regarding cleaning disinfectants effective against the COVID-19 virus, end quote, wrote ECCC. Uh, we are working closely with with the Washington State Convention Center and our other venue partners and aligning with local, state, and federal public health guidelines and agencies, end quote. Now, to prevent the spread of disease, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention advises these precautionary measures. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you're sick. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue and then throw the tissue in the trash. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects and surfaces using a regular household cleaning spray or wipe. Now, the CDC does not recommend that people who are well, uh, meaning not sick, uh, does not recommend that those folks wear a face mask to protect themselves from respiratory diseases, including COVID-19. Uh, face masks should be used by people who show symptoms of COVID-19 to help prevent the spread of the disease to others. The use of face masks is also crucial for health workers and people who are taking care of someone in close settings, uh, like at a at a home or in a healthcare facility. Um, and finally, and what I feel quite frankly, is the the most important. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds, especially after going to the bathroom, before eating, and after blowing your nose, coughing, or sneezing. Now, I've, I've talked to, um, in my day job, obviously, uh, you know, uh, coronavirus and COVID-19 has been, uh, you know, one, one of the leading headline stories. And one of the perspectives that I've, I've brought up uh, publicly is, you know, I, it's my hope that in response to uh, coronavirus COVID-19 prevention, that folks take some of these uh, uh, relatively simple uh, uh, measures, such as washing your hands, and uh, you know, maybe we'll see a decrease in, um, in flu. Um, or even just the common cold, or since we are talking within the context of Emerald City Comic Con, um, who hasn't gotten con crud before? And I, I wonder and I hope 
that, you know, if, if we take these extra procedures, um, you know, uh, you know, maybe a few of us will, will end up not getting sick this time. So I, that's, that's kind of my hope, um, at least, um, because, and, you know, and, and, and I don't want to be gross here because I, I'm just doing a goofy, uh, a pop culture podcast where I'm going to be talking to a cool, fun comedian guy and I'm encouraging you to go see his panel. But, um, the, the, the thing with, with coronavirus and COVID, uh, 19 is that it's spread through, uh, fluid, you know, it's, it's like the droplets that come out when you sneeze or when you cough and that's how it's transmitted. So, um, yeah, I mean like having a mask on you when you're healthy doesn't, doesn't necessarily help. So again, just, uh, just wash your hands and, uh, just, uh, just try to stay clean and keep your, your fingers out of your eyes. Um, and if soap and water are not readily available, uh, use alcohol based hand sanitizer with at least 60% alcohol. Uh, that's, uh, that's important to note as you're, uh, shopping for hand sanitizer, make sure it's got at least 60% alcohol and always wash hands with soap and water. If hands are visibly dirty. All right. So end of PSA, end of public service announcement. But I did because it's I mean, it's headline news. And for me personally, being in uh, Seattle and the Pacific Northwest and it's I I won't lie. And I it's uh, it's been a scary week um, here in in the Seattle area. Like, uh, you know, there, there's been cases uh, reported in federal way where I live. So, um, you know, it, it, it is something that is uh, troublingly close to me. And for me, at least to protect myself and my family, I, I'm taking these precautions that uh, that's outlined here in this article from the PI talking about Emerald City Comic Con proceeding is, you know, just I, I, I'm making double sure that I'm washing my hands. You know, I'm just making sure that I'm like, you know, coughing into my sleeve and and, you know, it's that's that's the best I can do. So I I uh, I hope that uh, I hope that is for the best. Uh, coming up next, it is my interview with Abner Cenaris. You won't want to miss this one. He is a funny dude. And here's a sample of his talent. Uh, that interview is coming up next. You're listening to Mike Cyber Radio. And copyright. Oh, we're gaming tonight. OK, I'm ready. So is my 20th level paladin, Sir Halvor. Isn't that right, Sir Halvor? Help me, help me. No, no, no. It rolls the dice or it gets the hose. Ha! Not this time, Megatron. One shall stand, one shall fall. Autobots transform and roll out. No! I am Starscream! Why is it always Megatron, Megatron, Megatron? Quiet, you fool. Can't you see I'm trying to destroy the turtles? Shredder! Get me my body now, Shredder, or you'll be sauteed in oil with just a little bit of spill on Damn it, Crane, what are you doing? Opening another portal? And who is that? Sword of Omens, give me sight beyond sight. Oh, Chitara. Yeah. What are you doing with your staff? Oh, oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Thunder, thunder, thundercats. Oh, 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 it's all over my first. Narf, narf. We interrupt this program for a late-breaking news story. Frosty the Snowman found dead. Police suspect foul play. A mission is in mourning. Hey, Frosty, it's Olaf. I like warm hugs, but you can't give them anymore because you're gone. You're like a father to me, you know, and they did this to you. But I won't let them get away with this. I'll find them and I'll make them pay. I'll become a symbol, incorruptible, everlasting, 
something elemental, terrifying. I am vengeance. I am the white. I am snowman. Oh dear. Well, come along, Piglet. You bring the dildo, I'll bring the honey. <laughs> well, my name is Abner Cenaries. Uh, I am, as I bill myself, a nerd comedian. Uh, a little bit about myself. Well, let me see. Uh, I was born in 1545, the son of a traveling minstrel father and a village healer mother. At the tender age of three, I was struck by lightning. And in the years that followed, I spent my time in deserts on horses with no name. I <laughs> united the Mongol tribes under one banner. I drowned in the waters of the North Atlantic. And on a bright spring day in September, I invaded Poland. <laughs> That's awesome. You know, Abner, that uh, that kind of reminds me of the uh, uh, clip that you have on your social media. It runs about a oh. minute, 45 seconds. It's uh, from one yeah. of your uh, open mics, and it it is just, it's just manic. It is is Abner Unleashed, and I it, I really it like is, it. It is, yes, yes. It's pretty much what my, my friends back home have seen come out of me. Uh, can we say that on the air? Can, that, can things come out of me? It sounds really... <laughs> Uh, something that's R-rated. Yeah. Um, it's biology. But, uh, <laughs> it, it is. It's all. It's strictly biology. Uh, yeah, that's that's sort of the the kind of thing that I do. So a that clip is pretty much a preview. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I, I gave you one of my postcards that has this really cool sounding thing of what my humor is like a a a um, a jaunt through a nerd culture inspired blah 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 and so on uh, kind of thing. I, I tend to think of it closer, and that's sort of a my uh, my description for the general public. Seeing most mm-hmm. to most people who aren't sort of on the nerd sphere kind of universe uh, area, uh, but if you are a nerd or in the in the vicinity thereof, I think the best the best description for you guys, uh, for you my people, would be a one man version of Robot Chicken as channeled by Robin Williams. Ah, oh, there you go. See, I like that. And I, I remember when we connected uh, back at Nerd Fair. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, gosh, that was, a, that was a while ago now. That was well over a month yep. now. Um, it, it feels yeah. like forever ago. Uh, but you uh, you were one of the awesome attendees for our uh, spec script reading of Batman Beyond. Yes. And yes. that and that that was ton of fun and and I appreciate it like right off the bat you're you know you it, you rolled right up to me introduced yourself gave me one of your cards and I was like you know this guy seems really fun and really cool and I'd uh, you know really like to um, you know connect and give opportunity uh, you know for you to just kind of you know tell your story because like that's kind of mm-hmm. the thing that I like to do on my podcast is just you know kind of like uh, let me help you promote your stuff uh, tell me about your thing and tell me your story so uh through that um you know as we do the march towards emerald city comic-con which is getting closer and closer by the day um i I noticed that uh you are part of a a variety comedy show uh called geek out uh geek out exclamation point actually uh that's going to be happening uh thursday march 12th as during emerald city comic-con uh 6 15 to 7 15 and uh um, and yeah, I thought uh, I thought it would be great uh, to have you on for a couple minutes and and talk about that awesome show. And like I said a moment ago, just kind of you know let us know about yourself and kind of tell your story and and uh, and we'll kind of go from there. So um, so starting off, um, what is Geek Out? 
Well, Geek Out, I kind of stumbled in, into that, uh, to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. uh, I met up with the, the organizer, Valerie uh, Benti, as I, as I know her on, on, uh, uh, on social media. Mm -hmm. She's a comedian uh, as well who specializes in sort of the more science, geek, nerd uh, type of comedy. So kind of blending of uh, – I, I believe she used to be a researcher and decided to throw a sort of a comedic spin onto what it's like being – uh, in the field of science and kind of puts that together in, in her act. Mm -hmm. And when I first met her, uh, she had, she had posted something on Facebook called, uh, geeky open mic. And I thought, Hey, that's geeky nerd. It's sort of like right up my alley. I wanted to find out more about it. Uh, so, and that was back on uh, February 1st, about the same time as, as nerd fair. Uh, while I was looking into that, I also noticed that she was, doing a, uh, a comedy workshop at Nerd Fair. And I thought, hey, what better way to meet up with her before, introduce myself, kind of chat a little bit before I go to this open mic that was happening later that evening. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's how I first met her. And in course of in the course of our um, con conversation, uh, I, was with there, I was there with her and another comedian uh, uh, by the name of Andy Awancio, who I was also at the... Uh, um, at your spec script. Uh, spec script, yeah. Spec script for reading. Well, the three of us ended up going after the uh, Nerd Fair 2, the open mic, and as I was talking to them in the car, you know, that I'd given them a sample of a little bit of what I do with a, a short, brief, I think it was two or three minute thing that I did up on stage uh, at the end of her, her workshop, and they, and they had said, oh, we were chatting in the car, and, and I was telling them, yeah, I do all this other stuff, you know, I've got some music that goes on, uh, that's part of my longer, longer set. And for some reason, it got into a conversation about, I think somebody had mentioned something about wizards or something like that. And I mm. launched into one of my favorite, I call it my stupid human trick. Um, <laughs> you probably, you probably remember the Hobbit animated film, correct? Oh yeah, totally. Yes, yes, yes. So, well, um, about the time that came out, there was also a record version of it that was sort of like the soundtrack. It was a truncated version of the movie, has all the dialogue and music and stuff, but it wasn't the complete movie uh, on a long play record. Well, one of my favorite things I used to do when I was a kid was I bought that record before before I had seen them or I had seen the movie, but didn't have a copy on videotape uh, at the time. So I bought the record and would listen to it over and over and over and over again. To the point where at one point I could recite the entire movie, you know, doing all the different characters. But my favorite, my human, my stupid human trick is I can do the first four minutes roughly of that move of that record, which is the beginning where you first hear Gandalf all the way to the song by Glenn Yarbrough. Okay. So I was telling them, oh, I can do all this. And, and Andy was sitting in the back seat uh, of my car and said, oh, dude, you could totally do that at conventions and i told them well as a matter of fact that's kind of where i'm trying to get to with my nerd comedies to be you know be a uh, either do a show at a convention or be you know featured as a, an act somewhere you know and do the convention circuit kind of thing and then valerie chimes in well as a matter of fact i happen to be booking for emerald city i've got this show i'm looking for people would you be interested i said sign me up and that's how i got into geek out that's and awesome. that's where i'm going yeah that's where i'm going to do my act which is basically six or eight minutes of the manic rapid fire thing that you saw uh, an extended version of that manic rapid fire mm -hmm. thing with about 20 minutes of comedy songs so that's my that is what people are going to see when i get up on stage and become abner unleashed 
That's awesome. So, okay, so, um, you know, so the stuff in the clip, uh, that mm-hmm. that's more um, impressions and doing dialogue and storytelling, that right. kind of thing. Um, mm-hmm. Let's let's talk a little bit more about the uh, musical component. What uh, what kind of uh, what kind of songs and what kind of music do you do? Uh, I do essentially a nerd version of Weird Al, even though Weird Al is technically nerd you know, adjacent, you know, the saga begins, it's, yeah. you know, Yoda and, and so on. So my my songs are basically song parodies set to uh, well-known or at least hopefully well-known songs, and I'll just write new lyrics for them. So okay. uh, in, in this case, I have a song, one of my favorites that has uh, been enjoyed by, by many. It's a, a, I call it my Dune parody song. Oh. So it's a song about, it's about, it's called I'm the Kwisatz Haderach. <laughs> and I, I sing it to the tune of Rhinestone Cowboy. So that's one of the songs. I, I have a song I do that's going to be part of, of the act. Uh, that's basically my tribute to Giant Robot Anime. Um, I've got another one that's a tribute to uh, Buffy and Xena, a song about H.P. Lovecraft and Cthulhu. And then wh- when I was actually, when I finally got onto the, the Geek Out show, mm-hmm. I remember going onto their the, the description page at at Emerald City, and I noticed it was basically uh, talking about the the intersection of comedy and science, and how that kind of you know plays together, and how to you know how to incorporate those things. And I know Valerie does that in her act, but I was thinking, wait, I don't really do so much science mm-hmm. comedy in my act. So I thought, well, at least for this one, let's do something sciency. So I thought, hey, I'll write a song about black holes. So I have a song <laughs> about black holes. Set to the tune of "Let It Go," and I will just leave that in your <laughs> imagination to figure out how the hell is that gonna go. I love it, uh, and, and and that's why folks need to show up again. That is Thursday, yeah. March twelfth, during Emerald City Comic Con. Uh, so that's in uh, panel room three A, uh, starting at six fifteen. So you do have yeah. to be at the con at the Washington State Convention Center. So it is a, it's technically, I guess, a a panel. I I guess you will. Yeah. Because it'll be, and if I'm if I'm remembering my geography correctly, I think room three A is is one of the the better sized panel rooms. So that uh that oh that, is it oh good oh yeah. gee <laughs> so no oh, pressure jolly, or nothing jolly jolly gumdrops oh J P Throckmorton enjoys a a. Well, good, a good panel room, of course. Oh, oh, hello, Mike. I, I'm sorry. I, I seem to have gotten under this, this, uh, this uh, Skype call. I, I'm sorry, Abner. I, I shall leave now. Uh, thank you, JP. Just go on ahead. Sorry about that, Mike. Uh, he, he jumped in there. I, I have no control. Oh man. Uh, I, I know I should be taking medication. I think there's a. I think there's a topical cream that I have to put in certain. I'm not gonna go there. Sorry. <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll just leave that be then. That's awesome. Yes, we'll we'll leave it be. We'll so, leave it be. So that that's a little bit of what folks can uh, uh, see and experience uh, when they go see Geek Out, uh, a variety comedy show again presented by uh, Geeky Comedy Seattle at Emerald City Comic Con, and, um, and not just. I know Valerie is also going to be doing her set there, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm looking forward to it. She does some great comedy songs as well. I've heard some of her her stuff; they're really fun. She plays a little ukulele, and it's just it's just a lot of fun to listen to her. And the the other presenter is going to be uh, Rosemary Keenan, who mm-hmm. I've not yet met, except uh, while we were just chatting on 
on uh, on Messenger, going back and mm -hmm. forth with with the details. So I'm I'm actually looking forward to to her presentation, her TED talk, as it were. Right. Um, so that that should be fun. She says there's a PowerPoint uh, presentation that she's going to do. So I'm really looking forward to that. I want to see all the all the PowerPoint goodness that's uh, uh, comedic. So. Oh man, I <laughs> I am a, I am a sucker for a good PowerPoint. I mean, it's like I oh. I am MS Office till I die. It's like I've got. Ooh, ooh. I, do, do you excel at that? Do you excel at that? I do. Word. Oh, good word. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my friend. We <laughs> we are on the same wavelength. Yeah. There we go. Good Come stuff. join us. One of us. One of us. There it is. All right. <laughs> we'll sleep. So let's um. So um. You know, if, if I may, Abner, it seems like your your uh, persona is very well uh, polished, and your stuff is on point. It sounds like you've got a bit of practice under your belt. How uh how long have you been doing the uh, the nerd comedy? How long have you been in this game? I've been in this game for a total of three and a half months. Wow, really? Yes. Oh I my started, gosh! I, There's got to yeah, be a story doing, there. I started doing open mic uh, back on September fifteenth of last year and I, I actually hadn't planned on it. It just sort of happened. Uh, I had been, I never really saw myself as a stand-up comedian. I was always, you know, just, you know, very interested in, in theater, did some plays in high school or did a play in high school, did a couple in college musicals. I've always been a fan of, you know, musical theater, just stage in general. And of course, you know, Saturday morning cartoons and everything that I grew up with all through the eighties. Mm -hmm. So everything sci-fi and, and so on. And for a while, I had thought about going into voice acting, uh, but realized I really, if I really needed to pursue that, I would have to uh, eventually move to Los Angeles. And unfortunately, I melted 70 degrees. Um, <laughs> so, you know, unless I carried a, you know, unless I was Mr. Freeze and carried around, you know, my own refrigerated suit, that could be a problem. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, uh, when I found myself up, up here, uh, I started, I had been following this guy on Twitter um, and he, you know, just in reference to, you know, anime and he happened to mention one day, Oh, go follow this gal named Lisa Wallen, uh, on Twitter. She does anime stuff too. And, and turned out she's a local comedian, uh, in the Seattle Tacoma area, managed to catch one of her shows. And she does this great bit on, uh, on anime, being an anime fan, being a weeb. And I thought this is friggin' hilarious. So I caught her <laughs> on a couple shows. She does, you know, similar stuff, and I'm going, wow, this is awesome. And following her eventually led me to an open mic in Seattle at Jai Tai up in Capitol Hill on a Sunday night. Okay. Uh, and I just, oh, you know, just gonna check out some some of these local comedians. And I ran into another female comedian uh, named Stevie Ray, who I think at that point the open mic was just after PAX in September. She came in in costume, dressed up as Spider Woman. And I thought, whoa, and she started doing nerd jokes. And I thought, wow, this is awesome. I've just seen people doing nerd jokes on stage. People are laughing. I think I can do something like that. Oh. And it's actually because of them that I, two weeks later, I put together a routine that was sort of, you know, a very early iteration of what's seen on, on, my, uh, on my website and, and Facebook page, that clip, a very early version of that. And got me up on stage, and it's sort of a a, a prophecy I want to say because my mom, back when I was 15 in high school, she came up to me one day, or she she said to me one day, you know, you should be a stand-up comedian. You make people laugh, and 
that'd be something you're good at. I said, mom, I can't do that. They do their own thing. I, I don't have that kind of facility. Well, little did I know what 30 some odd years later, I'm on stage and making nerds laugh. So that's how I, and that, that was uh, the September 15th. I hit open mics every other week through about December and then finally landed a show out in Bremerton, out here in Bremerton. Mm-hmm. And after that, it's just been, oh, you know, we, uh, we heard you're pretty good. Come on. Why don't you be on this show? Um, and, you know, I just kept getting, finding places to get booked at until, you know, now here I am, Emerald City, the first of my my potential convention circuit. So uh, that's how I got started. And it's to to- actually a total of three and a half months since I've been I've been doing this. And that's... Uh, I guess I, uh, yeah. I, I, I was gonna say congratulations. That's that's incredible. That that's really cool. And to be able to uh network and connect with you know, it's funny because like kind of like in, in content creation and by extension like, you know, comedy or, you know, music, podcasting, radio, whatever, it seems like a lot of it has to do with timing and opportunity. So, you know, it's like knowing the right people in the right place at the right time for uh, for those things to really click together, and I'm uh, you know incredibly excited uh, that uh, that you're part of a big panel at Emerald City Comic Con. That just that that just that that's the dream for a lot of folks. Uh, a lot of us here in the Pacific Northwest just kind of doing our mm-hmm. own thing, and it's it's super cool. Again, that's that's so cool. Congratulations. Oh, thank you, thank you. Yeah, and I think you hit on a, a point. There, when you mentioned uh, about being able to to network with people and finding those opportunities out there that pop up because you were at a place at the time when something happened, and it all goes back to something I've heard in the past, which I'm sure you've heard too, mm-hmm. is uh, uh, I think something goes something like luck is opportunity me- meeting uh, preparation. Absolutely. Right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So once you're prepared and the opportunity comes, boom, something happens. You know. The, the evening explodes, the skies open, there's that angelic chorus, ha, ah, and you know, mm-hmm. the light beams come down from the sky and God says, you get on stage and, and so on. Uh, so I, I think I think that is, that is the case. It, everything, there's really not, I don't think there's a thing as luck. You, you, t- you tend to make your own luck by mm-hmm. being prepared, having your stuff, you know, on point. And then when the thing comes that says, hey, want to check this out? And you go, yes. And you, you know, you you grab you grab that bull by the horns and you mm-hmm. hold on tight, as Otis says in the last Starfighter. <laughs> you know what? Another thing, Abner, that I really like about uh, uh, chatting with you here is just not not just surface level references, right? I mean, anybody can mm-hmm. say, "Oh, this was like that that time in that Spider Man thing," or you know that you know it's something from like you know contemporary movies. You go deep cuts with the reference, and I I appreciate the <laughs> heck out of that. <laughs> I mean that's that's uh, a that's a deep pull if somebody can pick a, a last Starfighter reference that's awesome. Oh, oh, you know it's it's the it's the old uh, Excalibur trick. You know, a Centauri. You know, it's and and of and of all the people to play that role, Robert Preston. Come on, Harold Hill. <laughs> there it is. You know, he's doing. You got trouble here at the Starlight Star Starbright trailer park and and you know alex rogan is the only one who can get up there in that gun star and hit death blossom there you go there it's, it is 
<laughs> yeah, that's that's what it calls gone to. Oh man, and and just a a reminder that I am due for a rewatch. I think I I haven't watched Last Starfighter in a in a hot minute. It's it's been a while. I've got I I bought it on Blu-ray a couple years ago, and it's oh, still okay. sitting on my shelf, and I haven't quite cracked it open yet. I think I might oh, no, have to crack do it, that. Crack it, crack that puppy open. Get get in there. <laughs> get in there and and get into that Gunstar. Get yourself out to Rylos, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, okay. So let's uh, uh, before before I start uh, chuckling too much and get myself uh, way too far off track. So you know, w- you talked about your uh, very recent development of your uh, uh, nerd comedy act and routine. Um, mm-hmm. Let's let's go even further back. You know, kind of like what's what's kind of the origin story on that? Is it like is it like a uh, um, you know influences? It's like as has comedy something been something that you've always been drawn to or is it just uh what what really kind of what i i guess in a sense why now uh you know we talked we talked about opportunities uh you know in preparation earlier but um is this like um I don't know. Uh, maybe just a, a, a change in philosophy or lifestyle. What what brings you to this space now, as opposed to say earlier in life? Ah, so you you want to know when when did uh, uh, when did my parents get shot in Crime Alley, and when did I go no, and the pearls drop on the floor? Basically, I when did that, I, or, when did that or bat when, come through the window, right? Yeah, or, or like you know when yeah. when did the radioactive spider crawl on the back of your hand, or you know right, when right. when did those radioactive isotopes jump out of that truck? And who's driving a truck exactly. full of radioactive isotopes during during exactly? It's and like it's, yes, and I had to save Stan Lee from getting run over by the truck. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Right. When, when did those? When did that? When did those? Uh, you know, space cosmic waves hit hit the ship and turn us into four different mutants. Um, when did this all start? I would have to say, uh, I think the seed of it got planted in my head briefly, and then kind of went back into into hibernation to later leap from my brain as Athena did from from Zeus. There's some more deep dives for you. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I think it. Uh, well, when when I was a kid, I always liked cartoons, and uh, I became fascinated with the voice actors that uh, uh, voice those cartoons. After my dad said, "You know, all those Bug, Bugs Bunny cartoons are just done by one guy," I said, "Nah, nah, you're kidding. No, look at the cast list. You look at the credits. And, you know, lo and behold, voice characterizations: Mel Blank. Whoa, brain explodes. You know, kind of thing." So I've always been fascinated with the whole craft of, of voicing cartoons and character voices and so on. And, and as I said before, um, I think in a different path, uh, had things been different way back, I would have ended up in L.A. doing cartoon voices. But unfortunately, it didn't quite go that way. Uh, the the genesis for what I do on stage, I think, uh, first got planted in my head when this was about 2013 or so. Uh, I had a friend back in in uh, the Bay Area when I was living back there, who was a uh, um, a drama teacher at a local high school. And that year, she and her kids were doing a pres or uh, a production of The Elephant Man, the play. And she knew I had a facility for accents and voice voice characterizations, so she invited me down uh, to help her kids get into you know some of the 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 you know English doing English accents on stage and how to get into it, how to find the character and. Uh, that sort of thing. And so I went in for the day. It was, you know, 
I think like two hours or something. I worked with the the kids and found out who their characters were. Kind of gave them a little little bit of how how generally how one does a a British accent variations in there on, mm-hmm. and then kind of helped them develop their their voices uh, for use on stage. And and they said and afterwards, you know, and I joked with them a little bit. You know, did some kind of uh, fun character voicings and whatnot. The kids ate it up. They were they said they they loved it. She told me later on. Uh, that her kids enjoyed my presentation, and really, if I wanted to showcase my ability, they would come to see me do a one-man show, and that sort of put uh, 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 a little bug in my brain, which I eventually did perform a one-man show, basically mm-hmm. on how I create voices, where these voices come from, and in there, you know, I give my history of watching TV and getting, you know, being fed all that Saturday morning cartoons, the Snorks, the Smurfs. Uh, Thundar the Barbarian, uh, <laughs> um, you know, Black Star, the Thar- the Tarzan Lone Ranger Hour on ABC, and then mm-hmm. you know onward to you know uh, watching Robotech and Star Blazers and hearing those voices, everything else, Mask, Mobile Armored Strike Command, every GI Joe, the Transformers, you know, the whole gamut of mid to late '80s cartoons, Gem and the Hologram, Synergy, uh, just all that fed into my brain. You know, and then everything else that came with pop culture uh, all through there, all, all through those years kind of just jumped in my brain. And I kind of used that as sort of uh, in my one man show. I kind of said, basically, uh, basically, I vomited all those things back out to the people and yeah. they they just had a grand time. So it, it sort of had a genesis there. I did a whole section on just me voicing different characters, riffing on one thing after another, after another, mm-hmm. giving examples of, you know, well, you know, you could do uh, bad, bad imitations of things that can turn into a character voice, uh, and uh, things like that. You know, uh, did my uh, Transformers? You know, my favorite Starscream. He never gets much. He gets. Oh, he always gets a bad rap. I think he's just misunderstood. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know, that that kind of had the genesis there. So when I was developing my material uh, before my first uh, open mic. I, I tried to go the, the, the normal route, you know, observational comedy, you know, what can I make fun of? What can I talk about in my own life? I had one bit that lasted maybe a minute and a half. And then afterwards, I was like, well, I can't think of anything else to write. And then my brain said, hey, what about that stuff that you did back in your one man show? Can you do it here? And I said, oh, that's a nice that's a nice thought. And from there, I just started writing and developing and all these things came into play. You know, you heard some D and D in there, mm-hmm. uh, some some Transformers, Thundercats. I mean, just mash them all together, uh, robot chicken style, kind of. And so that's yeah. sort of the 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 premise for any of the material I put together and I'm putting together. I'm just taking stuff that I know and like and enjoy, and I know other nerds like me and geeks like me and ner- you know enjoy, uh, love and love and enjoy. And then I'm just gonna take a little. Uh, I'll just bend it a little bit. Well, not really a little bit. Bend it a whole lot. You know, I'm basically <laughs> gonna. I'm basically, if I may say, I'm basically fisting my childhood. Oh uh, man! <laughs> into some, no, you can you can edit it. I'm just basically skewering. I'm skewering my childhood uh, for my benefit and for the benefit of my uh, my audience. I'm sure. just gonna turn everything upside down, inside out, left wise, right wise, and do as much comedic damage as I can to just kind of tweak everything gotcha. and so that that's it started from there from that one man show and i've just added more i've got more that i'm adding um uh, for longer 
uh, for longer sets and just kind of prepping for my eventual Netflix special. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so Abner, you know, obviously as you've shared with us, you know, those classic voice actors are a huge influence on, on your comedic voice. And as far as your one man shows and the things that you do, including, um, uh, your set coming up at geek out the, uh, uh variety comedy show at Emerald city comic-con, uh, Thursday, March 12th, uh, 6 15 PM in room three, a, that is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but I have, I have, have an impossible question for you because I, okay. I, uh, you know, uh, I, I know myself and a lot of my listeners as well are are definitely into nostalgia and cartoons and a lot of that 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 drives that is those iconic voice actors. So Abner, I'm going to ask you if you yes. had to build a Mount Rushmore of classic voice actors, who gets on there? Keep in mind, there's only Ooh. four. There's only four people on Mount Rushmore. Right, right. Oh, wow. That's yeah. that's a that's a yeah. Oh, let's see. Well, I know at least one of them has to be Mel Blanc. Of course, Mel Blanc. Uh, I think another one I would probably throw on there for. I mean, the man has been in pretty much everything that I've seen, even up to this day. Even uh, yes, complete. Frank Welker has to be up there. Absolutely. Still still working even now. Still yeah, still working even now. Uh and then so two more spots. Oh, that's that's going to be hard cuz I've got I've got some people in mind that Yeah. You no, you, you yeah, got you got your Lincoln and your Washington already. So. Right, right. I I think if I think if there was a a, a rotating head that we could do, we could do a bunch of people cuz I mean, I would I love, love to put Rob Paulson up there. Yeah, he, he's uh, amazing. Uh, All-timer yeah, for sure. Yeah, Rob Rob Paulson and and Maurice LaMarche. I mean, yeah. 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 But if there was a rotating one, I think those the the last two would have a whole sl- a slew of people, you know, Peter Cullen has to be up there at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh I think we we need to uh throw Oh, let's see. Um who else would who else would would be put up there? Oh, um man. I I'd argue, Bob Bergen. Yeah, sure. I I'd argue for Phil Lamar. I I think he's Phil, yeah, he's, Phil, he's yeah, got Phil a, Lamar. Yeah, and 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 from there, you know, it's just like that. Then we could just talk for hours, you know, of yeah. uh, you know, because that that just basically kind of uh, uh, scratches the surface. But yeah, right, that's right. Uh, yeah. It, it was yeah, just but definitely. I would put. I it would be Mel Blanc and, and Frank Welker. I would have to. I mean, because I think Frank has done pretty much every voice I've heard growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think he's pretty much done, you know, everything he's got. He's done Scooby. He's done. Um, yeah, he's he's done Fred. He's done. You know, he was I believe he was Ray in the real Ghostbusters. Yep. Uh, and on up to, you know, Megatron. Come, I mean, yeah, Megatron there. that That's mostly my childhood there. Megatron coming home. And there's, you know, there's a Transformers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So def- definitely, that would those would be my first two choices. Everybody else, it, it is it is hard. I would say not not impossible, but very much up to debate. Mm-hmm. Agreed. I, I I completely agree with you on that. So um so so that we don't trip too much further down the well because as as I said, okay. I know that that's a that's a that's a topic without end. Um, but no, yeah, you're right. You're right. 
But what I, I, I guess what I would like to ask is we uh, as we get ready to uh, close out here and our get our guest again is Abner Cenaris. He's going to be part of Geek Out, that uh, a variety comedy show at Emerald City Comic Con um, on Thursday. Um, but Abner, what, what I like to ask my guests and, you know, I, I have a variety of guests, whether they be uh, musicians, comedians, um, artists, uh, comic book artists, you know, all kinds of independent artists of different kinds. And I asked them kind of what what folks have come to know as kind of the job interview uh, questions. So it's okay. uh, it's it's uh, it's basically a three legged stool. It's kind of like, you know, um, what your uh, challenges have been as an artist and maybe talk a little bit about uh, how you've overcome some of those challenges. Um, the the middle portion is kind of the pie in the sky. What's the dream? What's the ultimate goal for your art? And finally, to round it out, you know what uh, what advice you might have for folks that are uh, doing their own artistic pursuits. So let's uh, so let's let's wind it back and and talk about challenges. Uh, uh, talk about that and maybe how you've overcome some of them. Challenges. So, is this with respect to what I'm doing now? What what kind of things I run across that sort of you those know, sort of challenges? You can interpret that however you like, because like 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 I said, I I you know I mm. talk to a variety of different folks. So, like for example, you know, like I'll, I'll talk to a uh, independent members of like indie bands. And they'll mm-hmm. say stuff like, well, you know, our challenges are, you know, uh, uh, getting our music out there, you know, connecting with an audience. And, you know, I'll, gotcha. uh, you know, and I'll, I'll talk to, um, you know, line artists and, you know, folks, they're, they're doing coloring and painting and things like that. And they're like, well, you know, my challenge is, you know, just uh, uh, getting people to see my art, you know, uh, uh, that, that kind of stuff. Or even just gotcha. like time, okay. time management stuff, too, comes up a lot. But Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, well, I guess in, in that respect, with with what I'm doing now, I think a challenge, and it may not be a big challenge. I think it's just uh, something to look at and to consider. For me, uh, would be the best way to get my comedy out to people, and by you know by doing things like this, talking to you and having your listeners uh, hear about what it is that I do, is definitely one way. Talking to other folks in the in the comedy arenas who do nerd themed type of stuff. Um, you know, hey, can I can I do a set here? Can I do a couple minutes? And trying to get that word out and just telling people, hey, I do nerd comedy. If you like, if you're nerdy and you like comedy, hey, we might be a fit kind of thing. So I think it's not so much a challenge as to as much as a uh, just another step in the journey. Uh, and you know, journey of a thousand miles begins with one simple step, and this is just a another step on on that journey i like it i like it so uh so that being said what's what's the dream what's uh what's your ultimate goal in terms of uh of your nerd comedy and and how how you're pursuing this this uh this crazy thing this crazy thing the the ultimate pursuit would be i think i mentioned earlier is to do the 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 convention circuit i would love to perform every year with either bits of the previous act with new stuff altogether. Uh, just a whole new act every year at all the big cons. So we're talking Emerald City, we're talking Rose City, WonderCon, San Diego, Phoenix, Awesome Con, New York City, Salt Lake City, Denver. You know, hit hit all the big guys, and then a couple of smaller shows at some of the more local ones. 
nerd fair. I would love to do do a set at nerd fair or get a bunch of other nerd comedians together and do nerd fair. Uh, you know, some of the other smaller ones, yeah. Sacramento Wizard World, you know, so on. But yeah, do every year. That that would be like my nerd tour. Would be the nerd comedy tour hits all the cons, all the big ones. So that's that's the dream. That's where I would like to to get to. And I suppose there's a. I, I've had people ask me, when's your Netflix special coming out? So I'm sure <laughs> at some point in there, that's going to show up and, and go, oh, yeah, you know, there's there's an hour of me just going nuts. I'm giving everybody an abnerism. So that's uh, <laughs> maybe I, that'll sorry. be the I title of like... my special, abnerism. You know? I can <laughs> there see you that. Go. I can see that. You, you got the branding all sorted out already. I love it. <laughs> And uh, and to uh, uh, close things out, what kind of advice would you have for folks that are either uh, already pursuing their artistic interests or or just getting ready to start? Uh, what uh, what advice would you have for the kiddos? Uh, for the kiddos, now you youngsters, listen up here while I tell you some advice, some hard worn advice that I've learned. Just do what Nike tells you. Just do it. Now, basically, just do it. Whatever it is that you're going to do, do it. Don't wait for anybody to tell you. Uh, don't you're, or wait for the timing. If you have something, get it out there, get it done. You can always fall back and tweak something. But unless you get up there and actually do something, you're just going to be dreaming. You know, and dreaming is great. But mm-hmm. unless you put some action into it, you know, they always say, you know, law of attraction. I, you know, picture my th- stuff in my head. Well, part of that in the word attraction is action. So unless you do something, it's just going to sit there and it may either die out and lie fallow or you won't get anywhere. I mean, you can dream about walking to Seattle or going to Seattle, but until you either take the ferry or get in your car and drive out there or what have you, or go out your door and do something, it's not going to get done. So just just do it. That's awesome. I I love that. I appreciate the heck out of that. Um, we have been talking to Abner Cenaris. He is part of uh, Geek Comedy Seattle's uh, presentation, Geek Out, a variety comedy show at Emerald City Comic Con, including uh, Valerie Benty and Rosemary Keenan. Uh, that is going to be on Thursday, March 12th, uh, 6.15 p.m. in room 3A at the Washington State Convention Center. So again, you do have to be at Emerald Emerald City Comic Con to attend Geek Out, but uh, um, I I love panels at Emerald City because um, I, it gives me a chance to recharge from being off of the on the show floor for a few, and you know see uh, see some awesome comedy, see some great variety, and connect with some new folks. It sounds like it's going to be a great time. Oh, I think so. I think so. I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. And uh, before uh, before we let you go and we part ways for now, um, first, uh, do you have any uh, do you have any open mics or any other gigs coming up uh, post Emerald City? If uh, if folks might not happen to be at the convention and want to uh, catch up with you. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, So I do a lot of open mics out here in Bremerton. That's on the Kitsap Peninsula. Uh, There's one I regularly regularly go to. It's at the dugout on Kitsap Way. That's every Thursday uh, starts up at 8, so if you're out in this vicinity, go on, check it out. Uh, it's the Dugout on Kitsap Way, um, Thursday nights at 8, sign-ups at 7.30. Uh, I'm also part of a kind of a riff track slash MST3K uh, presentation put on by Silver City Brewing Tap House, also out in Bremerton. That's going to be on the 17th of, of, uh, of March. I think it starts at 7. It's either 7 or 8. I'll have to check 
uh, my calendar about that. And we're going to be doing a Rift Tracks thing on the animated adventures of Superman. I believe these are the the Fleischer cartoons from what's that the the forties and fifties. Yeah, so yeah. So that's going to be that's going to be that's going to be fun. I've got a couple of ideas to to throw in there, and I'm meeting with a couple of other local comedians who are going to uh, take care of that. Uh, and then the next show in uh, that I'm going to be on is out in Bothell. It's mm-hmm. Laugh Tech uh, is doing a comedy show, and that's going to be on the 22nd, which I believe is a Sunday, uh, and that's at 8 p.m. I think uh, if you check out their website, tickets are $10, and that's going to be at Decibel Brewing out in Bothell, and that's going to be, the uh, again, March 22nd. So that, that's what I've got so far right now, and I'm looking forward to booking some more uh, shows and nerdy themed uh, types of things um, up in the in the coming weeks. Oh, and I'm also going to be doing uh, the Geeky Open Mic, which is going to be back up again uh, the first Saturday of of uh, of March. So that's going to be the seventh this this coming Saturday up at the Wayward Coffee House uh, mm. on Roosevelt. That's in I think the university area right up in there, and that yep. starts I believe at seven thirty eight o'clock. Uh, look them up on on uh, uh, on Facebook, and they'll have all the details. So I'm going to be uh, sharpening up my material for the following week, and uh, you may hear some of me doing some either some new stuff or just working on working on my set. So uh, if you guys are there, come on by, have a chat. We'll we'll uh, we'll chat it up and and uh, meet up, and it'll be fun. I love it. Very cool. Now that's a lot of information for a lot of folks to process. <laughs> so if uh, if folks wanted to, uh, where where can folks find you on the internet, and how can we connect with you on social media so that we can get the the very latest on those really cool uh, shows and updates? Yes, yes. So my website is www.abner a b n e r scenarios. S as in Sierra, E, N as in November, I, R, E, S as in Sierra, dot com. That's my website. You've got got my bio there. I've got the list of shows and things that I'll be working on. So you can always click on that to see where I am and what I'm up to. And I'm up to five, six right now. So I think uh, the pills are, are working. <laughs> or maybe I shouldn't say that out, out loud. Anyway, uh, I'm also on Twitter at the same name, uh, Abner Scenarios. So you can find me there. Um, chat me up. I'm open to chatting with people online or uh, retweeting anything that they post. And I'm usually there talking about either nerdy things or commenting in a nerdy fashion. Of course, uh, you know, can I, uh, I don't expect much more than that. Talking about anime, talking about sci-fi, movies, whatever, whatever it is, uh, I'm game. And you can also find me on Facebook uh, on my page, Abner Scenarios Nerd Comedian. Um so look look for me on Facebook and you can see my Facebook page and I'll post updates on on shows that I'm in and things that that's going on and you know various and other sundry fun things. Excellent. Very cool. Well, Abner, this has been a blast getting to know you a little better. I know we uh, got to connect for just a, a brief couple minutes uh, back at Nerd Fair, so I'm glad, uh, again, we had the opportunity to uh, chat yeah. a little more and, and kind of let folks know about what's going to be happening at Geek Out. Uh, that's going to be uh, tons of fun. And uh, any uh, any parting thoughts before uh, before we go our separate ways for now? Well, I hope to get to see you at, uh, at Emerald city i'm sure you'll be floating around somewhere so i'll be sure to uh to find you and say hi and just you know hopefully uh, your listeners out there are going to the con so i will see you there i'll probably be 
walking around in a Thundercat shirt, uh, which is my show uniform, and handing out my postcards to random people. Excellent. I, I, I love I love the punk rockness of that. It's like, go to my show, go to my show, go to my show. Perfect. I, I love it. Well, Abner, I wish you the best of luck in all of your uh, future endeavors, and we'll, uh, we'll have you, to chat again sometime in the future. Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, sign me up. I'm always game, and thank you for having me on today. You're very welcome. Missed last week's episode? Have trouble remembering that hot take you heard? Find it all in the full archive on SoundCloud.com by searching Mike Seibert Radio. And hey, before I get out of here, I want to let you know about the next handful of episodes I've got coming up, starting with this Friday, March 6th. It's my interview with Liz Baer from Cybefest Northwest and World's Cosplay and Collecting. She will join me to talk about her upcoming panel at Emerald City Comic Con called Cosplay Crunch Contest 2020, or as I like to call it, ECCC. CCC. Um, in it, you'll have 45 minutes to make a full costume using only the materials and tools provided. Uh, you get to keep everything you need. That panel will be on uh, Sunday of Emerald City Comic Con on March 15th. And uh, and I'm going to ask her some questions about Transformers as well, because uh, if you're following uh, Transformers fandom, it's been, uh, it's been a controversial couple weeks. Um, and I'll leave it at that for now. Uh, Moving on, and then on Sunday, March the 8th, it's my interview with members of H2 Awesome, the uh, rowdiest nerd rock band I've ever seen. They will be playing Crackle Fest 10 along with Emily McVicker and Kirby Crackle. That is going to be a lot of fun. I had great fun with them uh, a few years ago, last time I interviewed them. So it'll be it'll be kind of nice to like reunite and kind of get back in touch and and find out what uh, what they've been up to uh, the last few years. Um, and finally. Finally, on Wednesday, March 11th, dropping the day before Emerald City Comic Con begins, a Crackle Fest poster artist Ryan Fisher will be my guest, and we're going to talk about uh, this year's X-Men-inspired Fastball Special poster, uh, obviously to commemorate uh, Crackle Fest 10. Uh, and is that not enough Mike Cyber Radio hype for you? Well, check this out. How about after Emerald City Comic Con ends, dropping Sunday, March 15th, owner-operator Madman behind TFU.info, the website, the toy archive, the YouTube channel, and host of the Transformers University podcast, Emmy Award winner Anthony Brucalli returns to the show, and we're going to talk about New York Toy Fair 2020 and what's new in the world of the Transformers and more. Uh, that's that's going to be a blast. I uh, I know it's a little bit delayed. Uh, we we ran into some a uh, um, couple production snags, uh, but we are back on schedule, and you know all of those reveals from Toy Fair are still very relevant because well the those aren't going to be showing up in stores for quite some time. So, uh, so we're all good there. Uh, but that will do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to listen to our past shows, subscribe on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Like, share, rate, and review the show. Five stars, please. Mike Seibert Radio is produced by Dave Sanders. Special thanks to Andrew and Benny for lending their voices to our Crackle Fest 10 promos. For Mike Seibert Radio, my name is Mike. My name is Abner. And until next time, make good choices. Not this time, Megatron. Oh, very good. I love it. You've been listening to the Mike Seibert Radio Podcast. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching at Mike Seibert Radio. 
email us at MikeCybertRadio at gmail.com. The spelling on that, of course, is S-E-I-B-E-R-T. Call into the voicemail hotline at 231-224-MIKE. Once again, that's 231-224-6453. Special thanks to Michael Geisler for our theme music. For more like it, check out ByDoorMusic.com. This has been a Mike Seibert Radio Production.